0: Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host host, international magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pure Mind Magic and Interview Friday. Today with my guest, Angelos Sanders. He, together with his brother Mo, are the authors of the book 10 success principles. And you guessed right, today he will reveal a few of the success principles here on the show. So we will talk about personal development your environment, how your environment affects you and what changes you can make, as well as why some people are super successful and what they are doing for it, and also what limiting beliefs could hold you back to reach your full potential. This will be a highly valuable interview, so with a lot of practical tips that you can take right away. Before we start the interview with Angelos today, I wanted to mention two things. First, the recording of this interview is a little older. This is why Angelos is still referring to Victoria, my former artist name, instead of Jennifer. And I created a complete episode on why I changed my name. So you can look that up in case you are curious And the second thing is, when you are familiar with the show, you know that I'm really a big fan of online courses where you can learn anywhere, anytime, at your personal timing. I do that all the time, especially at night before I go to sleep. I just love to learn something new that can set in my brain overnight so that I have some great ideas in the morning when I get up. And one of my latest found courses is on influencer marketing this is really a hot topic what i found and there are a lot of tricks and hacks that you have to know to get into the process normally it's a really really expensive experience I mean, this is always relative, but when you're just starting out, like putting $10,000 a month into your marketing is quite a bit. And this course helps you to learn everything on your own so that you have all the skills, all the knowledge and know everything to get started, reaching out to influencers and making deals with them so that they can spread your message, product or whatever. It's an eight week course, so very intensive and you learn a ton of new things And in the show notes, you will find a link. So with that, you can directly enroll for the course and get started to learn all those amazing things to take your business definitely to the next level and best of all, in a very short amount of time. This is what I wanted to mention. And now I hope you are all ready for the 10 success principles and to learn what you have to learn to be successful. And Angelos will explain it explain this to us. So here he is for you, Angelos Sanders. Hi, Angelos. Welcome to the show.
0: Hello, Victoria. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Very great to have you, someone from UK. Where are you based at the moment?
0: I'm based in uh, the southwest in a city called Plymouth, a historic city down here. And I'm really glad that we're doing this interview at this point in time. I, I know our politicians are very keen to leave Europe, so I'm hoping that the two of us can build bridges today.
1: We will, for sure. So this is going to be a successful episode. Before we dive in and cut the meat about personal development, how to become more successful on all the cool tricks you can tell the listeners they can do to improve their lives. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you doing and what brought you to this very moment in your life?
0: Okay, so my name is Anglo Sanders and um, I started my life, I guess, at the age of 16 when I decided school was not for me. Um, so I left school as soon as possible and I started working at a bank at the age of 16 in London. And that was a great experience growing up in the city by yourself. Um, and then I came back to do a degree in the exciting world of computing. And um, I started do my degree, but I couldn't wait to get out there in the real world and start earning some money. And then um, I started my, my first job and that was... A, IT guy as interesting as that sounds and I started buying property and then I had this light bulb moment go off in my head and I realized actually there's more than one way of making money in this world you don't necessarily need to work nine to five you don't necessarily need to work until you're 70 80 years old to get your pension if a pension even exists for you and it was a is a real light bulb moment because I wanted to start taking control of my life and start shaping my destiny as opposed to allowing others telling you when you can, cannot have a pay rise, whether you can get that promotion, you know, who, who are they to tell you what you can and cannot do in your life. And I guess it's a sense of independence that I discovered whilst I was working. Fast forward to the age of 31 and I finished my full-time job and I had my property portfolio. So I buy and sell property and I work with investors, helping them to get a better return on their money. And I created an events um, company where we meet up every month to talk about property and investing and personal development. So that's where my interest in personal development really started, um, because it's all very well knowing everything, knowing all the theory. But until you can apply the practical, take action, there's no point knowing anything at all. So that has grown to over a thousand members across the southwest of England and we regularly meet up and we learn and we have a good laugh and it's a real great community and now let's say move on a couple of years and I met Mo, Mo Hayk who's my co-host on Your Success podcast and also the co-author of Your Success book and we I was on honeymoon funnily enough um, at the time not with Mo but with my wife and she he contacted me and said would you like to create a podcast and I said yes I'm considering doing one myself so it's a really great time that um, you should ask me um, just when I'm putting some ideas together so we sat down and and talked about what would make our podcast different from others and I guess our unique selling point is the fact that we we like to talk about success we interview many great successful people and we we all know that successful people tend to put on a front you know the, the end user, the, the average member of the public, sees the front end of success, the finished polished product. But we want to understand the the story behind what happened. How did you get to that point? Because as I'm sure you know, the the path to success is not a straight line. It goes backwards, it goes forwards, up and down, all sorts of places. But as long as you keep going forward, that's the most important thing. So we started the podcast just over a year ago now, and we have listeners all around the world get thousands of downloads Um, A month, and that's called Your Success Podcast. But last year, uh, Mo and I realized that we were accumulating a lot of wisdom from various people that we were interviewing. So business people, Hollywood people, um, local business people, uh, entrepreneurs across all sorts of sectors, um, Guinness World Record holders, uh, real great athletes, as well as someone who was a whistleblower in America for the against the tobacco industry and he was sued for hundreds of billions of dollars so all of these people have a common trait and that is that they are successful in their field so we always ask what does success mean to you so we've compiled all of that wisdom and that knowledge and that learnings alongside Mo and myself our own businesses, and our experience in business. And we've created a book called Your Success. And here we are today. Um, It's a number one best-selling book on Amazon. We're selling uh, many, many books across the world, which is incredible. So we're really, really pleased with that, and we hope to inspire a whole new generation of entrepreneurs.
1: Wow, that was really an amazing overview of your story and what brought you to this moment. So, Angelos, while you were talking with all the successful people from all around the world on your podcast and also in the writing process of your book, what was your, yeah, let's say results or what did you think are really the core principles that make someone successful? Well, we've put it
0: together in the book and originally we thought it was just the book was going to be a collection of ideas with a structure. But at the end of the research that we did for the book, alongside the many interviews we've done, we've come up with 10 key traits of success. So are you happy for me just to to explain them to you and see what your, your thoughts are and get your views on it as well?
1: Yes, please. I can't wait.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So the f- number one, Um, trait of success in our in our view is that people need to define what their vision of success is so it's very easy to be influenced by society by your parents by your friends by the media about what is success but you need to make sure that you define what it means to you and it's very important to make sure it's aligned with your values and your why because it's all very well following what your parents think is best for you but if it doesn't align with what you do and your values and make you happy, then it's probably not going to be a long-term success for you. Number two, successful people are inspired by their vision and can self-motivate. It's very important to make sure that during the hard times you can always refer back to why you started. Number three, successful people are constantly learning and growing. I mean, the whole point of your podcast and my podcast is that people want to learn. They want to share and be inspired. Number four, successful people are determined and they persevere through challenges As I'm sure you know, it's not easy on your path to success. There will be some days where you think, what is the point? Why am I struggling so hard here? But as long as you remind yourself and you keep going through those, those tough days, it's really important to persevere. Number five, successful people take ownership and responsible for their lives and do not live with regret. This is a really important one because it's all very well blaming other people. Oh, I'm not successful because of him or because of it or because that happened. Take ownership for those bad times and learn from them and keep going. And you don't want to be laying on your deathbed at the age of 80, 90, whatever it is, and looking back with regrets. You want to say, I'm really glad that... I took those risks, I took those challenges, and I succeeded. You may not always win, but the two saddest words in the English language are, if only. Number six, successful people do not let fear or limiting beliefs cripple them. Now, fear, we, as I'm sure um, you know as well, is false expectations appearing real. It's putting those mental barriers inside your mind and crippling yourself from moving forward. How about removing those barriers and allowing yourself to be the best possible success you can be? Successful people control their environment. So this is really important. I'm sure you've heard of the expression where you are the sum of the five people you spend most time with. Well, it's just we talk about examining the people that you spend the most time with and seeing how they negatively or positively influence you. And maybe you need to reduce or increase time with people that either bring you down or lift you up. Number eight is successful people are effective communicators, both internally and externally. So what you say is what you are and what you think is what you are. So it's just making sure that you have a positive mindset and you are able to listen to feedback as well. Number nine, successful people consistently take massive action. So this is probably the most important one out of all of the 10 um, traits is taking action. Like I said before, if you know all the theory, but you never do anything with it, then there's no point in knowing anything at all. So it's very important to consistently take massive action. And finally, number 10, successful people maintain their traits consistently for long term success. So let's say you hit your milestones, you've reached a big achievement in your life. It's not very good to just give up and say, right, I've done it all now. There's nothing more to do. Human beings are meant to grow, are meant to move forward con Consistently, So it's very important to just keep moving forward on your plan of success and create a new plan if you've hit it. Um, so that is in a, in a nutshell, the 10 key traits of success that we found from the research we did and from our own experiences in the world of personal development
1: very good and very clear presented. So that explains a lot. And I have a couple of questions for you about that. So the thing is, all the information is out there nowadays on the internet, in books, wherever you go on podcasts. So everything's out there. You can just learn anything and could do anything. But people... Are not doing it, like they are not implementing it. They have access to all the information, but they don't become successful. Why?
0: That's a really good question. <laughs> so um, I'll answer that in two sections. I, I think the biggest reason is perhaps fear um, fear of success, whether that's a positive or negative thing. I think people, ha- we all want to be successful. Tell me someone who doesn't want to be successful. But sometimes the fact that you have a nice, comfortable job or things are okay, you know, there's no real drive to step outside of your comfort zone. And that's the ironic thing is the fact that when you're in your comfort zone, growth doesn't necessarily occur. You need to start becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable because that is when you're going to when you're going to start learning new skills. You're going to make a few mistakes, but you have to persevere and keep going through those things. And the second part I'd say to that question is. When we were writing this book, and like you said um, yourself, a lot of these books are just purely theory, we have created an action toolkit. So it's a free download. Uh, When you buy the book, um, you go to our website, you can register for the toolkit. We call it Your Success Toolkit. So Mo and I are very conscious that action is probably the number one thing, or the lack of action is the number one thing that prevents people from achieving their success. So we created a a practical toolkit which runs through, which complements every chapter to help drive you and move you forward and give you the resources so you can start um, achieving your success. Because like you said, unless you start moving forward, you know, it's, it's only going to be a theory. It's only going to be an idea in your mind. And that's going to be a real shame because we owe it to the world. If you have a, a gift or an idea or a talent, you owe it to the world to share it with people. I know you're very good with magic and I've seen a lot of your videos. And, you know, you make people happy, you impress them, you give them a, a sense of wonder, which is rare in this day and age where people know everything when it comes to the internet. So to see magic appearing. But if you hadn't of taking that step yourself when you were younger and learned those talents and shared it with the world. What a what a shame that would be.
1: Yes. So that was a really good answer to this question. And the other thing is what you also mentioned that, of course, everyone wants to be successful and it's really easy to t- just say, I would like to be successful and hit the six figures or whatever. But then there are all this limiting beliefs below the surface like with the iceberg where you just see one third above the surface and everything is below so Angelos, what would you say are some strategies to deal with our limiting beliefs get aware of them and in the end get rid of them or replace them with positive beliefs
0: that's an interesting question actually um Let me just start by saying one of the things that we learned from researching the book was that money isn't always the number one measurement of success. So what we found the top three elements of successful people from the research we've done is number one. The number one definition of success is being able to control your time, control your destiny. So having the freedom of choice. That's number one. Number two is. Having the freedom of choice to spend time with my friends and family and create those amazing memories. And then number three is having more money. Now, money is neither good or bad. It's what you do with it that counts. And money, we're not naive to think that we can just create success without some element of money, either reward or upfront investment, whatever else. But money helps achieve um, definitions one and two. So it allows you to spend more time with your friends and family. So you buy back your freedom. So it's important when it comes to limiting beliefs to identify what does your success look like? Is it money? Is it flash things? Is it curing a disease? Is it being the first person to set foot on another planet? Whatever it may be, it's very important to identify and define what success means to you before you start moving forward. Um, limiting beliefs can be very crippling and you need to start um, identify what exactly is going on with with yourself. I mean, you can speak to friends, you can speak to qualified professionals to see exactly what that fear is within you. But my advice to people just very quickly about that is, if it is the fear of the unknown, then why not take that chance? You know, what's the worst that could happen? That's the question I always ask myself, what is the worst that could happen here? It, do I land on my face? Do I dust off my shoulders and go fine whatever I made a mistake let's crack on let's do it again and I think people just need to overcome that fear of um, the fear of failure the fear of rejection we write about the word no and the word no is two little letters and yet it has such a powerful um, impact on people so sometimes when you hear the word no it sometimes means no not yet or no you know, contact me in a couple of weeks of time. Sometimes you need to have that perseverance to keep going through. So don't always take everything so so personally. And like I said before, it's about just taking action. You know, I know we all start fearful. Even the top billionaires of the world, you know, the the CEOs of the world out there who we would assume that because they have so much money and success, they don't have any fear, you know, the world is their oyster. But I guarantee you some of them will wake up in the middle of the night and they'll just think, what the hell's going on? you know? And we all experience that fear. It's completely natural to have it, but don't let it cripple you. That would be my advice.
1: Very good advice here, I would say. And you also, Angelos, said something really interesting. What you say is what you are. Do you say that our communication is so important as well as our self-talk, what we say ourselves on a daily basis? How does that, this communication with us and with the world impact our success?
0: I think it's very, very important. Very, very important. Um, I'll give you an example. Depression, okay, is a very serious, very sore subject for a lot of people. And, you know, people do suffer from depression. But people who aren't genuinely suffering from depression, and they just use the word depressed. Oh, I'm depressed today because I had a, you know, my car got scratched. Or I'm depressed today because something didn't go don't go well. But depressed is quite a strong word, and perhaps you shouldn't use that in your vocabulary in your day-to-day talk. Because if you um, hear someone saying depressed, depressed, depressed a lot, well, that that will make an impact on the person who's hearing it. Now we we talk about this in the book and trying to remove certain negative words from your vocabulary together and replacing them with more positive feedback, um, so that people get more positive feedback from yourself. So, for example, if let's say you asked me today. Um, hello, Angulos, how are you? And I reply back to you saying, Victoria, yeah, my day's going okay. You know, it's it's all right. The, the weather's a bit cloudy. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's all right. And you compare and contrast that to, let's say you ask the same question again. And I go, Victoria, it's been an absolute brilliant day today. Um, I've, I've had some challenges this morning, which I've overcome. The weather outside is is nice and sunny. I'm going to go out there and, and really, you know, seize the day. And, you know, you compare those two Um, types of communication. And you and I ask you, you know, which one would you want to work with? Which one would you want? Which person, which version would you want to spend more time with? And so what you say outside, externally to your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever it may be, is very important, but also your internal monologue. We all have that that chimp within us, which tries to protect us. But sometimes it's our own worst enemy, which puts doubts and fears into our mind. And so it's important to let's say you have a down day, get that down day over and done with work through it. Let's say you have a, a really bad morning and you can either say, right, let's try and make the afternoon better or just let the whole day be ruined. Either way, make a choice. Try and control that bad time, that um, slightly not to optimal performance in the day. Try and control it how, and turn it around. Make it something more positive. And then tomorrow's another day. Don't let the, the previous day's events dictate the future and I think it's very important to have a positive mindset there but also experiencing those down days because it's completely normal to have them as well
1: a good point you mentioned there with this down days and you're right so everyone has them even the billionaires in the world so Angelos what are your best tips to get back in alignment when you really feel down
0: okay so let's say you have a trivial day down okay so I don't know I'll give you an example last week. So I had um, something that happened to the car. I curved the alloys and I was a little bit annoyed by that. But it's a minor trivial thing. okay? then I came home and there was an issue um, with the cat. He wasn't feeling very well. So I had to look after him. But I have a million other things on my to do list. So all of these things are delaying and putting pressure in the future. So I had a really rubbish morning. But I had lunch and I made a conscious decision in my mind to say, you know what? I've had a bad morning. Let's leave the badness there. I'm going to have a great, positive afternoon. It's a conscious choice. I've made that decision. And I had a great afternoon. I went through my to do list. I smashed it out. I had a really positive end to the day. So that's that taught me that you do have control. You know, bad things happen to us all, but it's just a matter of taking control of the situation and having a positive mindset now let's say something more serious happens and you consistently have a lot of down days or you know goes on for weeks or months then you need to seriously have a look and see why that's happening maybe you need to speak with friends and family maybe you need to speak to a mentor or a coach and just ask the question why am i consistently feeling down is it because you're not motivated with your business is it because your plan of success isn't going the way that you want to and this is why sometimes having a mentor or close friends and family who you trust, to bounce ideas off, to just ask them to give you an impartial third-party opinion as to why things aren't going to plan. I think it's very important to get that external um, feedback because sometimes you're so wrapped up in what's going on in your business or your life or whatever else, you just need some impartial feedback to just say, look, Anglos, it's going really well. I know you're having a bad couple of weeks, but just step back, look above and see how far you've come. And take a day off and just attack it again next week when you're feeling refreshed, because as entrepreneurs and successful people, you do get exhausted. You feel absolutely tired and, you know, it affects your personal life. It affects your um, your mental well-being sometimes if you're exhausted. So it's very important to take some time off as well to reward yourself, to regroup and refocus.
1: Very good point there. I think a lot of people are really dealing with this being exhausted, whether they have a nine to five job still, or they have a side hustle or started already their own business. And when you start out as a solopreneur, it can be really overwhelming, everything you have to deal with. And you will face this situation where you feel this exhausted so do you have some tips for the listeners what are good ways to recharge your energy or recharge your batteries
0: um i think to to answer that question in an indirect way when i was in full-time employment i outside of work i would work you know sometimes at two three in the morning growing my property portfolio or um, being there on the property painting and doing skirting and all this kind of stuff, manual labor to try and grow my business. And it is very tiring. And the most important thing is that I created what was called Operation Freedom. And it sounds quite quite military-like, but it's very important to have an end goal, an ed- end date for when you finish your whatever it may be. For me, it was to get out of full-time employment and create my own full-time business. So it's having that that drive and reminding yourself of why you did it um so it's it's important to take down days like like your question asked um i struggle with that that's i guess one of my weaknesses is that i don't enjoy down days because i get restless and bored very very quickly i need to be active Um, but having said that i'll give you an example where when i was finally forced to take some time off great things happened so i was on my honeymoon and we were away for about two weeks or whatever it was. And I think after the first week, I actually learned to just sit still on the beach and um, just relax. And it was at that time when I forced myself to relax on the beach, um, the idea started coming in for a podcast. And that's how the idea for um, Your Success podcast, and obviously working with my co host Mo, uh, we've made it into a great success. It's very important to take that downtime, whatever it may be. For some people, it's playing sport. For some people, it's reading a book. For others, it's you know, on the beach. Whatever it may be, just allocate some time in the year uh, where you take a week, a few days off, whatever it may be, just to regularly reward yourself and just step back from your business and work on it as opposed to in it all the time. And that's really, really important.
1: Yes, so true. I think this can work magic for you when you do it. So yesterday I had a guest on the podcast and he has a very interesting concept. He's, by the way, also from UK and he's working for four weeks and then he takes a vacation for four weeks. And he also said that he gets all his amazing ideas in the time when he's relaxing and when he's on holiday and then he can't wait to come back to implement them and work on them. So I think this is really interesting, but it's kind of extreme to do this blocks of four weeks and four weeks. But I think you are right. And it's really that people have to learn to calm down and relax nowadays because there's so much stress around. So
0: yeah, And and just very quickly on that point, don't you think it's quite interesting how um an entrepreneur looks forward to returning back to work as opposed to uh let's say someone who's employed and they look forward they don't look forward to going back to work. they want to continue staying on that holiday whereas an entrepreneur is like right okay i've had my week my two weeks off i want to get back and start working on my business again so i think that's a real different mindset there um i just thought that's quite an interesting point
1: yes yes you are so right (laughs) So talking about this relaxation and as you mentioned, being on the beach and uh, having your insights there, what role when it comes to success does our environment play?
0: Oh, it's very, very important. Um, the people that you surround yourself with, um, what you do with the people. So we talk about an extreme example of the mate down the pub, so a friend down the pub. So you may have an idea to create a gym. Okay, Uh, you want to create a gym with all these great, um, different, unique selling points. And that's your idea. That's how you're going to quit your job and create this great business. So you meet your friend down the pub, John, let's call him um, or Hans for my German friends. (laughs) You're meeting Hans down the pub and he's been a, a good friend all these years. You meet him two, three times a week and you have a good couple of pints of beer and everyone's happy. And you tell him your idea. Now, Hans is in an OK job. He's, you know, he's steady. He doesn't want to do anything risky. And you say to him, Hans, I've got this great idea for a business. Um, as you know, I, I love gym and I love working out and all this kind of stuff. Uh, what do you think? Now, Hans is not necessarily in the mindset where he's going to try and encourage you to to take a risk. He wants to try and keep you safe. So his default reaction is one of caution. One of are you sure you want to do this, Angulos? Um, you know have you thought of the consequences what if it all goes wrong and all these negative beliefs come along and in the end you know perhaps it puts you off from starting your own business now you compare that and you meet let's say another friend who's very positive about life and says well you know what anglos um i'm sure you're going to consider all the risks but i think unless you take a risk in your life you're never going to achieve your success so you compare those two examples as we do in the book and it's very important to to surround yourself with people who are going to support you, but not always yes people. And that's very important as well, because you do need to hear those negative opinions sometimes, even if you don't like to hear them, because sometimes people aren't trying to tear you down. They're just trying to give you some good advice and to open your eyes up to a, a risk or a chance that you may not have, have heard about. So it's important to hear both sides of the argument. Um, and also from an environment point of view, it's, we talk about this plant, uh, the hydrangea, where this is this flower where if you plant it into acidic soil it turns pink red but if you plant the same seed into alkali soil it will turn into like a nice blue purple and that's the same with human beings if you plant someone in a good nurturing positive environment they will probably achieve their success a lot quicker than someone who has a very negative environment um, we're well, not to say that they won't achieve their success but it may take a lot longer and it may be a lot harder for them Um, Because we find with successful people generally, they have this burning desire within them. Now, regardless of environment, they tend to break out eventually, but it's a lot better if you have a good supportive environment. So to answer your question, yes, environment is very, very critical to achieving your success.
1: Very nice picture for the environment, and I think everyone can imagine and can understand what you're meaning by that. So to wrap things up, it is said, Angelos, that success is a blueprint and you just have to copy and paste. But as we said already, you have to do it. You have to implement it, and it's a question of speed of implementation. But with all your research, can you give us in a short, sen- a few short sentences, what would be the blueprint for success?
0: In a few short sentences, that's <laughs> that's a challenge. Okay, I <laughs> will sure. try. Um, I think the most important thing is defining what success means to you before you do anything. Define what your values are, define what success means to you. Um, Don't necessarily go for materialistic things. Um, Materialistic things can sidetrack you and be temporary trinkets of success. What does success truly mean to you? And sometimes you need to take some time out to understand what it is. Um, And then taking massive action and creating a plan for your success. And I, I think that is how people Um, go from wanting to be successful to actually achieving success is by defining their vision of success and taking massive
1: action. Nice. So... That is really a good approach and I think a good starting point to become really successful. So you mentioned your podcast that you are doing together with Mo. Where can people find it, listen to your podcast and connect with you and your co-host?
0: Sure. So our website is yoursuccesspodcast.com and you can listen to all the podcasts there. And you can find uh, Mo Heike or Morat Heike and Angelo Sanders, myself, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, etc., etc. And you can also email us through the old school way at hello at your success dot com.
1: Fantastic. So I will put all the information in the show notes for the listeners to make it really easy to connect with you too. And also we talked about your book and you gave us some advice from the book, like the 10 success principles. And I'm sure there is a lot more and there must be a reason why it turned number one Amazon bestseller. So where can people find the book and also the success toolkit you mentioned?
0: Sure. So um, if you go to Amazon and type in your success, and it's our book with a nice iceberg on the front cover. So it's your success, hidden traits of successful people and how you can become a success too by Anglo-Sunders and Mo Now, once you've bought the book, um, it will have the link within it. Um, to take you to your success toolkit to start taking action um, against all the theory. And that's very, very important to do that.
1: Yes, that's right. So it brings us once again back to taking action. And I always compare it to the film set because I have my background and did study film, got my master's degree there. And you know, on the film set, it's the same. So everyone is waiting, nothing is happening until the director calls action, and then everything happens. So I think we can take it to life and take massive action to be successful and make our dreams come true.
0: Brilliant, I like that analogy. That's really, really great. Nothing happens until the director says action, and that that is literally making a choice in your mind and, and doing the same thing. Brilliant. I like that.
1: Yes. Thanks. So, Angelos, the final words for this episode are on you. What would you like to leave the listeners with that makes them more successful starting now?
0: I think it's very important to just get out there if you have a, a vision of what success is you owe it to yourself you owe it to your friends and your family and you maybe even owe it to society to share your vision and your talent and your success it we all have it within us we just need to find what it is so go on that go out there look at yourself see what success means to you and go out there and do it and help inspire other people. That's what it's all about. We have a duty to leave the world in a better place compared to when we found it. So if that is a talent within you, go out there and achieve your success.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to Pure Mind Magic today and the 10 Success Principles. I hope you found some great inspiration that you can use right now. Remember again, when you're new to the show, please subscribe to the show so you will get not- notified every time there's a new episode coming up. And also a quick reminder about the amazing online course I was mentioning in the beginning about influencer marketing. You can grab the link below this episode and enroll if you like to learn everything you need to know to get started in influencer marketing today. That's it also for today. So I hope you do have an amazing weekend coming up, a very good time and speak to you next week. Until then, create some magic.